Brother Bashir, uh, welcome to Financial Frenemies. Uh, I got my good brother What's Quentin up, bro? Lewis. Sir, sir. Here, man, it's, uh, it's, it's good to finally uh, catch up with you. I know you're a busy man. Uh, just to have a conversation about the financial aspect of what you do. Okay. Um, man, our relationship began about a year ago. I moved from California. Okay. And what I part? Think, uh, Southern California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just got back. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Man, I know you enjoyed yourself, right? It's cool. It's real estate makes me sick. All right. The, the real estate makes me sick. Just looking at the prices of what that stuff costs. Oh, yeah. It's, it's really expensive. Um... Yeah, so, you know, the financial aspects of businesses, uh, a lot of times owners, um, they don't really get a chance to talk about that. And uh, I feel like it's so beneficial to uh, other small entrepreneurs and business owners to um, to kind of get that, that that journey on how you got here. Mm-hmm. So uh, your, your business, uh, Herbs and Eden, yeah. you guys, Herb you guys, yeah. Herbs and Eden, you guys, you guys, uh, produce your own, manufacture your own soap. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because a lot of entrepreneurs, they use platforms like Alibaba, they order stuff in bulk and then they, they you know, or they use white label. Right. Or they, they basically print their own brand on the label. Mm-hmm. They buy in bulk, print their own brand on the label and then they, they, they sell it like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And you control that whole process. Yeah, we control the whole thing from getting raw materials all the way until shipping out the door so they get it so yeah. i like to have that control yeah absolutely control is everything now you uh absolutely. how did you start like how did you like from like the first time you started selling soap um where was that was that like on, on you know just word of mouth well um uh, my wife taryn she the one that um she the one started she mm-hmm. i had another business before this one i had a landscaping landscape design business before this like doing like garden and stuff right and in the midst of that, she was at home, wanted to find another skill. So she came across the soap making, the soap making kit. And then she, um, what did she do? What did she do? I forget that. Oh, she got the soap making kit, mm-hmm. made it at home in the kitchen. And it right. was like, okay, I want to, I want to like, I think I want to do something with this. And I was like, well, you need to make it from scratch. I had to make it from scratch. And then she made it. And then she posted on social media. And then people was like, oh, I, w- I would like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of start. We kind of hit the ground from there, just organically from there. All right. And so as y'all began to make more money, you saw how profitable it was. Well, I kind of knew from the. I actually knew from the beginning that like mm-hmm. this business would be like more scalable. Right. Um, and and like because I was doing the landscape design business. Right. So a service, like I already knew from the beginning that this was a product based business. Right. It could be sold online. That's why I set up the online. I set up the online Shopify store in 2015 for the soap business. So I knew that this is the one that's probably going to be the one that's going like, to be our long-term plan. Right. The landscaping business was just like, it was my first business. It was me, my introduction into business. Pay the bills. Yeah. And it wasn't It wasn't super hard, you know what I'm saying? Right. So and that's kind of where that came from. The soap that you have now, they're more, uh, you guys have, added more like different types of uh botanical or plant-based ingredients in them yeah we uh we got now like 15 varieties of soap um it started off probably like we started off with a lot honestly okay. we were doing testing right and then we narrowed them down and then we just probably like, added like one here and there like as time went on or whatever. right so we have like our main 
like ones that we still do. Mm. Yeah, so when we met, um, y'all had a shop, um, a smaller store in, in Douglasville. Was that Douglasville? Yeah, this is Douglasville right here. The store is actually right around the corner. Yeah, right. The store is like three minutes from here. It's getting renovated right but now. Y'all didn't have this warehouse. No. And at that time, how many in, uh, employees did you have? When we when, when you met me the first time? Right. Shoot. When we met the first time, that was before the grand opening. So we probably had two employees around that time. About two. Yeah, two. Wow. And how yeah. many how many do you have now? We got like twenty seven. That was within what about a year? About a year's time? That was March. That was March April no, that was March March Aprilish of twenty nineteen. That's what that was. That was March, April twenty nineteen. Like I said, we had like two employees around that time. And then what you asked, like how how much time went by? Yeah, it's been about it's been about a year. It's been about a year and some change. Year and some change, about a year and what? Is that April? About a year, about a year and a half. Wow, from two to twenty-seven. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because you know what, man, I've been talking to entrepreneurs, and you know they start off with maybe you know a few family members, but they never get past that hump to to scale. You know, and it's like uh, the dynamics of you know having a demand. So uh, we all know that you need to have the demand Right. right before you start paying employees. Right. How did you? What was your position? before you started to hire and how many people did you hire like within a month? Was it like, you know, one of one, you know, like several a yeah, month or like, month. how was that process? Well, it, it went, it went fast, but the reason why I got ramped up like that was, what was, okay. So we had two around that time when you met you. So the thing is when I met you, we was, you don't know if you remember, we was in the store. Yeah. The store wasn't all the way the, like built it out. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it was, even done. We was just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, we was just fixing up the store. Yeah. We was just fixing it up. So we hadn't even opened yet. Right. Fast forward, it really got, we started doing all that hiring pre-COVID, like right before COVID. Yeah. So like, top of the year, 2020, January, um, and we're getting we're getting a little bit more busier, starting mm-hmm. the new year off, and we was about to hire, we were about to make two hires, so we were going to be at four people. Right. COVID hit, we started to get busier, hire a little bit more. So COVID is what made it busy. We didn't mm-hmm. hire, but we didn't hire everybody at the same time. We probably hired like, you know, two to three came on, two to three more came on, right. maybe four. And then you know what I'm saying? We was hiring like we probably hired like in twos and threes, okay, like that. But COVID is what made uh, us just like really have to hire a lot more people, yeah. and um, yeah, because people was looking for soap. It's a necessity. Everybody yeah, like, got to wash their bodies. People so. was looking for soap, so it was yeah. just like. We was in that small space in that store, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, we need more people. But not only do we need more people, we need more space. Right. We needed more space. So once we got over here, I was able to hire a lot more people. I was very limited over there. Right. You know, that operation grew so fast and scaled so quickly. Now, like, where do I start? Like, it, just, <laughs> it went so fast just because I think, I think what happened was, like I said, once COVID hit, People were, people were, you know, people were stocking up. Right. People were stocking up. They, and they were trying to stock up on their essentials. Yes, yes. So it was March when we just really, we, we doubled, we doubled in our amount of orders and our revenue. The perfect storm. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. So we doubled. So it was like, okay, so we need a lot more people. And literally from like, from February all the way until about, I'm going to say about July, August, 
it was just like hockey stick growth. Like it was just exponential growth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that allowed us to hire. Okay. That allowed that that's what allowed us to hire. Because what happens is like especially when we were getting real busy, we were, we were getting we were falling behind. We were like four or five, six weeks behind in, in fulfillment. Okay. So basically in business you either need you either need to sell way too much right. or you either, or you need to get some capital from somewhere else. Right. We were fortunate to be able to to sell way too much. So we was able to use that capital to be able to to invest it into the people. So you didn't have to take out a, a loan and borrow. No. Not at all. So your expansion was due to your profitability. Yeah. Your your ability to to sell more. Yes. Yeah. So we sold right. we sold way more. Like we sold way more. Like okay. uh People was telling us like shut it down, like y'all should shut it down, cause we was on like five to six weeks yeah. to get your order. Yeah. So that's a long time to be waiting for some. It so, is. But the crazy thing is, people were still ordering. People were ordering and we were waiting. Right. And I was just like, wow. So, I think what the customer, the cu- customers was hitting us up like, yo, y'all need to just put sold out on your products. Mm-hmm. You need to shut it down. I wanted to shut it down. Right. But I knew that it was so much uncertainty going uh, during COVID that. You know, business is shutting down, mm-hmm. essential, non-essential. We didn't know if, like, well, shoot, this might be the last time we can make some sales. So right. that's why we never shut it down. We just allowed it to continue. So I was okay. just like, you know what? Let the floodgates just be open right. and allow people to just continue to order. Because that's what's, that's what's funding. That's what's funding. That's what's in, That was our investment, literally. Did y'all ever touch the PP loan? We did. We did get a PPP loan. Okay. It wasn't a lot, though. It was right. very small. Right. I think it was based off our numbers that were... We didn't start hitting like these crazy numbers until like almost like right before the summer started. Yeah. So I think they gave us the PPE loan like based off of numbers that we were doing like maybe previous. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that's right. The PPE loan it wasn't it wasn't super big. It was ours was like nine thousand dollars or something like that. It wasn't right. a lot. And there's some people out there uh, doing some fraud with that, you know. I hear and they right here. They they getting what they deserve, you know. Yeah, I hear about that, but like I said, we uh we didn't get too much, and we didn't we really didn't need it. And you didn't even need it. We on didn't top need of it. That. It was my mother in law. Uh, she works with us, yeah. but uh, she was like, you know, she was applying for us grants and stuff like that. So she's mm-hmm. like, okay, y'all got this. So it didn't it didn't hurt to get it or whatnot, but right. it wasn't like a crazy amount of money. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So that's 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 really interesting, and um, you know, scaling is really difficult because of the demand. Super difficult. So you know. You hire these people in waves. You yeah. said about two or three at a time. Yeah, it kind of was like that. And then you notice that you're able to meet meet that demand. So now you're able to make more sales, right? Mm-hmm. So did mm-hmm. you, you see more sales come from the productivity of being able to meet the demand? So what I learned was through, through that whole mess, I call it a mess because through COVID, through the support black business, yeah. Type of thing. So it was COVID, support black business, and it was a combination of us having increasing our ad budget. Okay. So we increased our ad budget, like all of that at the same time. Yeah. COVID increased ad budget. Uh, black businesses, uh, people want to support them. You remember around mm-hmm. that time with the protests and stuff? Right. So um, just kind of like a combination of that. And man, did you ask me just now? <laughs> Probably, I forgot. <laughs> What you asked me about, uh, you asked me about the hiring process. The right? hiring process, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the sales, the, the sales, honestly, like, we have like a, I, call, I like to call it a, a new norm. Mm-hmm. So like pre-COVID, we were, we were like doing like 
900 orders a month. Like, after the dust settled and after the storm. Like, on average now, we're, like, doing, like, six, 7,000 orders a month now. Wow. So, like, all of that created, like, a whole new norm. Right. So, like, you know, like, one of my fears was, shoot, I'm hiring all these people. Like, are we going to need them after all of this, like, <laughs> happens? Like, after everything settles and we yeah. caught up, like, am I going to need them? Right. But now what I've learned now is just go ahead and just, like. It's a risk. Yeah, like, the thing the thing I learned was, like, I wanted to, like, over over invest into, like, the, the, the infrastructure. Okay. So, like, I wanted to, like, bring in all these people so that if this happens again, we're ready. Because right. it could have been ugly. Right. So, right now, it's just, I've probably been spending a little bit more than I have to for labor, but I'm preparing because now we're in Q4. And Q4 is, like, mm-hmm. the busiest time of the year. Right. So, like, what we experienced in mid-summer, we're actually experiencing it again now. Yeah. But now, instead of me having like three, four, five employees, I got like 25, 27. Mm-hmm. Now we're more equipped. And then it actually feels better. It feels good yeah. now. Like we're able to handle that that wave you know, coming in. Man, you're blessed. And, uh, and obviously, you were very intelligent and you made some good decisions. Um, is there anyone that you consult like financially? Um, that you have consulted with, you know, about making these decisions, or is it just kind of like you just going, you just throwing stuff up and seeing what sticks? Uh, so like, I do have a, I have a team. So like, it's not only me; it's my wife. Yeah, she's yeah. my business partner. So like, you right. know, we always discussing. Um, gotta have a clean on your side. Right, right, right. <laughs> Got my you. guy, my guy Isaiah. Uh, shout out to Isaiah. Uh, suave eyewear. Yeah. Um, he he's on our team. He's like he helps us out with like strategy and everything. Okay. Um, who else? My ads guy. So like, just kind of consulting all these different people, especially on the marketing team, right? Because like the marketing team is what like kind of made a lot of this happen. Yeah. Whatever. So. So are those guys telling you like were they telling you hey yeah we should we should expand like is there anyone that was in in your ear I know I know well, the, like, I know the wife probably was well for like sure. for example but. one person that was in my ear that I didn't mention was. I had a, I had like an inside connect at Facebook that was telling mm-hmm. me around COVID, if you can increase your ad budget, do it now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. So increasing that ad budget um, really kind of like started to ramp things up and whatnot. And then like the, the sales start going up. And so, yeah, like just, just like my marketing team and just honestly like my, just kind of knowing that you need it. Right. Like, it's like, we're, we're like, I was in it. Like, I was, I was still like making product with people and everything. So like, I feel yeah. it like I don't need to be continue making product. I need, I need to be working on like getting, attaining more business. So the marketing aspect was key to the, the growth. Oh, absolutely. I heard that, absolutely. you know, if it's a ratio. If you're spending X amount of dollars on marketing and it's bringing, if you're at least breaking even, then oh, yeah. that's actually a good thing. Oh man! And if you can, if you can get more, like yeah. for every dollar, if you can get two dollars for every dollar you oh, spend yeah. in marketing, it's a win-win. Oh yeah! So the ratio that that you had, that you have, is is a good one, right? What? In the peak of all of this, we were seeing an eight x return. Wow! We were seeing wow. an eight x return on our ad spend. Um, combination, like I said, protests, yeah. COVID. Because what COVID did was everybody's at home, so right. more eyes are on the internet. Right. More eyes on your phone, right? Which is so. Which the guy for that Facebook was like, "Well, run more ads, yeah, increase your ad budget." You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. we shot a uh, one of the things that helped us as well. We shot a brand story video, 
So we shot a brand story video in the midst of the black business, like, push or whatnot. Like, yeah. like right in the midst of that. Uh-huh. And then we put, like, a lot of money behind that. So, like, it was... People literally in the comments were like, yo, this is, like, the perfect video for right now. <laughs> like, so we really kind of, like... We kind of played into like the the times that we were in. We we could recognize what time we were in as far as COVID nineteen. Like yeah, you got all this stuff going on with the injustice with black people. Yeah, so now they now they get to see the story of a of a black business. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. providing an essential product. Yeah. In a time of need, we like used, we used all of that. Yeah. We used like every, all of that. So, but like but like I said, the marketing really helped. Okay. And having all of our systems in place, as far as like, so we were able to co- we collected whole lot of data through all of this wave like our email list went from pre all of this our email list is probably like at five thousand six thousand people right i projected that we would probably hit ten thousand by the end of the year our email out email list now is like at like thirty eight thousand now so like awesome it went from like boom to boom yeah you know and that's the big that's it ain't even about the money the data the data that data (laughs) yeah that's the biggest thing because a lot of people can, a lot of people can like maybe experience a lot of growth and stuff like that mm-hmm. during all of the stuff that's happening. But if you're not collecting data through all of this, it literally will be a waste. So you can use that data to further extrapolate other information about what they want, and then you can that um, use that to your advantage. Yeah, like that. Um, now you got bigger email lists. Right. So, like, you know, you got more people that you're communicating with, right. more people you can run ads to, more people you can retarget. Um, yeah, like, you just got, like, a whole lot of stuff at your disposal to make decisions in your business to further it. So, do y'all use, like, a type of funnel? Um, um, is that my phone? Oh, no. So, we use a, a type of funnel. Our funnel is like a, uh, I say our funnel is like an organic funnel. Okay. Per se. It's not like a... So like our funnel starts with, you see you see an ad of ours, maybe a top of the funnel type of ad, which is maybe be our brand story. Right. So you'll see our brand story, you know, and that's kind of like where you will. That's like the tripwire. You see the brand story, you click on the website, you mark with the pixel now. Now you're going to get retargeted with other different types of content and ads that we're going to show you mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, then you might buy. Now your now your information is with us. Right. And then now we're going to continue to like just communicate with you, tell your story, and yeah, just continue to just uh, get you into our get you into our system of following us on social media. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you want our email list, so you want to get the emails. So it's 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 an organic funnel. It's not like a, yeah. a forceful funnel. It's not like you know like the traditional funnel, people trying to upsell you and stuff like that. Right. It's not like one of those funnels. Like click click funnels. It's and not stuff that. Like that. It's not right. that type of funnel. It is a funnel they, in, they, in its essence. Right. But it's not like one of those. Theirs is less organic and more like. You know, obviously, the objective is to get people to buy more and upsell. Right. So yours is just more organic, natural. That it's yeah. just the way, you know, funnel meaning that it's the way the relationship begins online. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ours is very just natural because, again, we're dealing with soap. And we've always been, like, transparent and just, like, just down to earth type of people. So, right. like, even when we shoot our videos, it's just like, hey, I'm Quentin and Taryn Lewis or Urban Eden. <laughs> uh, we are the owners. And. We have this business, and we just showing them how we started, and we just been documenting our journey ever, you know, yeah. little bit by little bit, little bit. So like, we've been like keeping everybody abreast to like how right. we've been growing. So they've been seeing it. So like, as you find out about us, a lot of people are very they're uh, they were happy to find out about us. Yeah. Black owned, and and we selling a, a product from scratch. Um, 
integrity. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of soaps are synthetic. And they got yeah, nasty so like, chemicals in there. So. We have a we have a we have a a clean brand. I would like to say you it know is. What I'm saying? It's not like unadulterated and things like that. You know, right? We're not trying to finesse anybody, or that's why I say our, our funnel isn't type those type of funnels. You right. know. Because y'all, y'all on time. This is y'all time. Yeah, yeah. It really is. You yeah, know? and I, I know you know my my background is plant science. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember. so um, you know, that's where you know, I would say five, ten years ago, a lot of companies wanted like a lot of ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, and they wanted products that are just cheap mm-hmm. to make. But yeah. now people just want simplicity. They just want simple ingredients that yeah. they understand, natural. They trust. They want to be able to trust. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that they, goes along with your story, your brand, your story, yeah. as yeah. well as all the way down to the product itself. Yeah, that goes to, to all of that. Like, I always go to that like, no trust factor. People mm-hmm. got to know who you are. You got to get them to know who you are. So that means that, you know, doing video and things like that. So people right. feel the energy. That's right. Um, then once they get to know you, now they got an opportunity to like you or not. Right. So either I'm gonna like you or I, or I don't like you. Right. And after that, then they then you gave gave them the ability to at least trust you. Right. So then if somebody can trust you, they at least listen to what you got to offer. That's so true. That's it. So if they at least listen, then they're not gonna buy off the first time, but mm-hmm. that eleventh time they seen your ad, <laughs> you know what I'm that's when they're gonna right. be like, or that's when they're gonna go in your inbox and be like, Man, I've been watching you for the past like year, just now about to buy. And you know that's sales. I've been learning too. Yeah. You know, you know, a lot of times I think when people first get into sales, they have this over, ex- they have this uh, expectation that that people are going to buy the first time. You know, yeah. and, and that yeah. may even come off as this person is you know uh, really desperate. Yeah. So I think the whole understanding that you know this is a relationship yeah. that's going to be a long term relationship. Right. So I don't have to try to push stuff on you right now. Right. You know, all I need to do is be open and transparent. Yeah. And uh, you're either gonna like me or not like me, but what's not? What's yeah. not? Now, all the cards are on the table. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, that's why you gotta collect the data, right? Because you're not gonna you're not gonna get them to buy off the first time. Hey, data mining is big right now. Yeah, it's super it big. Really that's all we are. We're, we yeah. data mine all day. You do it yourself instead of having a, another company do it for you. Oh, right, we do it ourselves. I mean, yeah. just by having just have your pics on your website. Right. Have your email list stuff to capture your emails and, or capture the phone numbers. Okay. And then, shoot, you off and running. Mm-hmm. Literally. You just, you said, you put that little picture on your website. That is literally worth thousands of dollars just by putting that little, why do I call it a little, why do I go like this? Like, it's not even physical. Like, it's a code. But yeah. it, when I hear pixel, I think of like this little thing like that, you know. <laughs> but it's just a code. Now, do y'all, uh, what's y'all goals in terms of expansion? Um what do you see yourself going in the next five or ten years in terms of uh, production? You know, y'all plan on getting another warehouse, um, being Man. in different locations in the U.S. or even outside of the U.S.? I mean, to be honest with you, I've never said this on video or anything, but I plan, I want to be a billion-dollar brand. I want Urbanina to be a billion-dollar company. And it's like, why not? We do soap. Right. Like, why, why couldn't we have a black-owned billion-dollar soap brand natural skincare brand like that's my goal and as long as there's other soap manufacturers out there making products that yeah. are not good for you yeah you I, I believe you're morally obligated to do that yeah for I, yourself for your people for right. your community why not for real i, I want us to i want to be a multi-billion dollar company um 
like for this year, I mean, we have we have uh, plans of expansion. Um, as you can see here, we need a bigger space. Yeah. We literally just got here in June, and we already need a bigger space. <laughs> um, we are about to sell on Amazon next year, so that's a that's a big play right there. Going to be selling on Amazon. Um, yeah, selling on Amazon and possibly just expanding our distribution. We sell all of our stuff direct to consumer. We have no wholesale accounts. Right. We only sell direct on our website. So just adding, like I said, adding Amazon, maybe adding some strategic wholesale partners. Right. That'll expand us a lot, a little, little bit more. Um, but yeah, our goal, like I said, our goal is to continue to grow this thing. I wanted to create lots of jobs. We need to bring manufacturing back to America, anyways. Right. I mean, I know I don't want to get political. I don't want to get political. It's okay. I don't want to get political. <laughs> but Trump is big on that. He's big on he wants to bring back manufacturing. Right. I haven't heard the other candidates talk about that, but that's something I did hear Trump talk about a lot. Is bringing manufacturing back, which will bring jobs back. It will because America has we got lazy and we got fat, so we we outsourced all of our labor to overseas and everything like that. We don't have manufacturing here. We don't right. export anything. But I want to bring back manufacturing. I want to bring back practicality to businesses. That's what makes them sustainable. You know what? As a people, you know, we've been hearing jobs and justice for so long. Yeah. And we want we want equality. Mm -hmm. And we look into this government that we don't have no control over. Yeah. And they don't have no type of loyalty to us because we're not in a position of power. True. Over them. True. And we're looking for a president, and you know, with this whole debate, I know yeah. you know, go a little political, but not yeah. too much. I think that we need to focus on what we can do for ourselves as right. a people instead right. of that, that victim, you know, victim I, mindset. I totally agree, and I can agree with with having manufacturing in our control. Yeah, you know, yeah, which is where we where we reside at in America. True, we have to. That's why we got exposed during COVID. Yeah. Supply chains was all messed up. <laughs> um, I was having a hard time getting certain things. Yeah. But it's and, and I'm pretty sure, like, as we as we see, the whole United States was all out of whack. Yeah. But it's because all of our suppliers and manufacturers are not here. If we have it here, it would be actually kind of, it would be something else because stuff would be more expensive. Stuff would be more expensive. I don't know if the American people are ready for that. Mm-hmm. We're not ready for that yet because we're so used to, like you said, getting cheap products. Right. All we want is cheap products, so we're not really worrying about. And, and American labor is expensive. As I know, American labor is expensive. Right. I mean, but at the same time, you can't look at it like that. You got to look at it like we're employing people in our communities. We're giving jobs to people that are right around here. Right. Which stimulate our our municipalities and it stimulates Absolutely. our all around here and whatnot. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't about like yes, it's about making money and profit, but at the same time, like it like it's a sense of accomplishment when I like when I'm able to hire like black men that look like me. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Or able to hire just the people that we have in here. Mm-hmm. And that's big or whatever. It is. And that's to me that's big. It's but, important and it's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of. And not at all. Like you, I I really like. That's probably like that's probably like my sense of accomplishment right there. It's, it's creating jobs. Right. I love creating jobs. That's what I want to do. I want to create thousands of jobs. You know, there's a there's a term called equity. Oh yeah. And when I think of equity, I think of fairness. Mm-hmm. See, we want a, we want equality, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you can't have true equality without equity. True. 
when you when the, when the when the people when a group of people are in control of because let's 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 just be real. Mm-hmm. It's not about worshiping money. It's not about focusing on you know only having money. Mm-hmm. But damn it, you can't be free without having control over your resources. Right. And everything costs money in order to maintain a community, to maintain infrastructure, to maintain mm-hmm. to even put someone in politics. Mm-hmm. You need money. You need money, and you if you money. have if you have politicians that don't that 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 didn't get there based yeah. off of your your uh, economy, based yeah. off of you supporting them financially, right. what obligation do they have to you? Nothing. Nothing. So we Nothing. we 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 expect them yeah. to do something for us, but we didn't put them there, and that's that's a huge problem. That is a huge problem because I mean I don't think we understand that. I think <laughs> we just I think we're looking at the game as like checkers, but it's chess. Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely, and it's. We gotta have corporations. You gotta have business. You gotta have manufacturing economy. Um, you gotta have that. You yeah. know what I'm saying, so that we can have some type of control, right? To make some decision. I mean, employing a whole bunch of people. If we, if 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 a whole bunch of us employed a whole bunch of people, like that's a lot of. Uh, we would have a lot of the candidates probably coming to us. Right. Like you know, what do y'all need? Right. What do you need? Like a lot of that money that a lot of the, the bigger corporations were getting. Maybe that could have been you know to us because mm-hmm. we employ one percent of the you know u.s or something like that or something like that like one percent is a lot though <laughs> that's a lot in terms of macroeconomics yeah it's uh, like 320 million people in america so right if you employ one percent but it's a large well, yeah, that's a lot a lot of numbers but i mean when you talk about like companies like walmart and amazon like i'm pretty sure they're doing stuff like that that's yeah. why they have a lot of say right that's why they can put money behind the politicians and things like that and get the things that they need to get that's so true. Yeah, brother. Well, you know, I like what you're doing here. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a vote for you. Oh, oh yeah. 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 We, we got to vote for it. it. You know how we vote, right? Oh, absolutely. We, we, vote, with vote. A, we vote with our dollar. That's we how vote, you vote. We vote, we vote with our dollar. <laughs> I, literally, I, literally, I literally just posted that. Like, we vote with our dollar. Like, yeah. I do understand the importance of people, you know, letting their political voice, you know, ring or whatnot and voting or whatnot. But. If, if you go and vote for a candidate and then after you leave there, you go and support a corporation that's that supported the opposite candidate, and then you just nullified your vote. True. You literally just canceled out your vote. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think by me doing this, this was always my like vision from the beginning is to, like I said, it was always about produce for yourself. But right. not only produce for yourself, but produce for yourself so that you can produce for others. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the biggest thing. That's so true, and you know, uh, there there's a lot of a lot of uh, brothers that came before us, mm-hmm. our ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the most honorable Elijah Muhammad who taught right. do for self as a solution, right. you know, to economics. And um, that's huge. Messiah Marcus Garvey. I was literally about to just say him. He was huge. He yeah. was big on that. Yeah, he was big on that man. So you know, you you standing on their shoulders. I'm standing on their shoulders. You know, we all are. It's just we have to we have to step into the position that we've been we've been given. Right, right, and, right. Uh, and embrace it. I mean, it's the perfect opportunity right now. I mean, we got technology. Man. We got that. Um, we got things that's going on now. With we, we're, we're in a very vulnerable, shaky, uncertain type of time. But that's the best time to, like, take on opportunities. Right. That's the best time to, like, be looking around like somebody done got rid of, of that property or somebody done let go of some stuff that they really weren't able to afford. Now you mm-hmm. can get it for pennies on the dollar. Right. It's the perfect time to like, you know, sweep that. So that's why I'm I'm just grateful that we were able to hit the gas through this through the midst of this. 
that's that's the biggest thing because honestly, fear could have overcame. Fear almost could have overcame me. Like, cause I like I said, I wanted to shut down and not like I wanted to just shut down. And you big. didn't, but we didn't. And I'm so <laughs> glad. Like when I said we were this close to just being like, shut it down. Mm-hmm. We can't handle this no more. Just shut it down. We're gonna have a store closed for like a month. But just not having having zero revenue come in and hiring at the same time is not a good mix. No, it's not a good mix. And that was the conversations I was having with like a lot of my people on my team. It's just like they were like, "Yo, we need to shut down. This is too much." Mm. And we didn't know, so I'm happy about that. What would you tell somebody uh, who is whose whose vision and whose goal is to uh, have a small business? Maybe not necessarily in soap, but yeah. Um, what 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 would you what advice would you tell them financially in terms of like being able to get funding yeah. for uh, for their business? Yeah. Well, I say this, uh, and just based off my experience, I don't honestly like it's hard to get funding in your business at the very beginning. Okay. Like, cause they don't have any they don't have any like any track record. You know what I'm saying? They don't have any 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 track record of, of generating revenue like into the accounts. Like, you got to be showing. The money going into the account because all they're gonna ask like let me see your bank statement all right then let me see your credit you know what i'm saying so in the beginning start off small you know start off small so you don't have to you don't have to like use anyone else's money maybe at the beginning like start off small you know what i'm saying to attain to keep all that equity right you know, to keep all that equity um marketing content like document that stuff um but you asked me like what, what advice would i have somebody about attaining funding um that's another thing that I would say to them. I could say um, before you hit your next point, yeah. just to piggyback off of what you're saying, the actual products yeah. that you're selling, yeah. that the fact that you're selling them, you should be getting revenue from that. Yeah, that, that is one so, of the biggest things that I do. Because I, I, I seen a video the other day about this business. Um, hmm. They were struggling to like scale and they needed like funding or whatever. But they, were, they said how they were selling out their product within like two hours like every time. But my question was like, I was kind of confused. I was like, well, if you're making all of these sales, then you should be able to take that money and at least hire one or two people. Right. To, 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 to you know what I'm saying, the funding So you don't always need, like, you don't always need that outside money, especially in the beginning. Now, I would say in terms of us, like, if I said to myself, okay, I'm trying to be a billion-dollar company, I need, I'm going to need capital. Right. Like, I'm going to need some serious capital, like, for real, for real. But in all actuality, we don't have to have it because we can grow methodically and slow. It's all about how yeah. fast you're trying to do it. That's yeah. really at the end of the day. Mm. You don't really have to have any other outside money. It's just, it's just, some, it's just, are you able to be patient or you want to have it right now? It could be riskier if you take on, if you borrow money early on. Yeah, it can if be you, very, if be you riskier. haven't even provo- proven to yourself yeah. that you can actually bring in this money. Right. Because you, someone can get a loan and then they can go spend it on uh, equipment or whatever. Yeah. But then they don't even have the demand, so now you got to make payments on saying. something that you're not even bringing in enough right. money. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you don't have to have the money up front. Like I said, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of like how fast are you trying to grow. Right. It, we now are in year five, so we just now have seen like our like, I mean, our like crazy growth now. But like, we have been growing methodically every year. We have been we have been you know doubling like every year, so. And we hadn't really used any, like, real money. I will say this. We have used money, like, bad loans, like Cabbage. That's not a good loan. 
That's how you know cabbage. <laughs> I'm learning about it now. They, oh, you learn about it now? They, they, they're terrible long. You don't want to really use them. But we've used them before. Not, but not a lot of money, though. Right. Like very small, minuscule amounts, like 5000 to $10,000. We've used right. PayPal before. Right. Uh, we've used a company called ClearBank, mm-hmm. which ClearBank gives you money for like marketing and stuff like that. Okay. Um, what else have we used? Um, just kind of like stuff like that. Nothing, nothing to mm-hmm. nothing of like serious like like traditional funding. Yeah. We haven't used like the bank. That what you mentioned. Those companies are like peer to peer. Yeah, those companies are like non traditional type stuff. Like if you can't, go, if you're not going to the bank, you can go to them. Which is like they'll give you money based off of like like PayPal will give you money based off your sales, just and they won't like interfere with your credit and stuff. But right. it's going to be higher interest, right? It's going to be higher interest. So it's like, I guess if your margins are if your margins are there, then you can get that money. You know what I'm saying? If you understand like what you're about to do. But I mean, yeah. again, when you're in the beginning of your journey, they're not going to give you a low interest loan. Nobody's going to give you that, right? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you're gonna have to take the higher interest. You're riskier. Yeah, you're know. riskier. You're you're in the beginning, <laughs> but again, you don't have to take it at all. You can grow methodically. Yeah, you can. You can actually. Way a person can grow today is, you could you could pre order, you could pre sell your stuff. Mm-hmm. You could you could you could pre sell and hey, that's your that's your initial capital. Right. In my first business, the landscaping business, I had no money. How we got started was, I went and sold a job to somebody, and they got a deposit from somebody, <laughs> and then that got me started. <laughs> and remember, we went and bought a truck. And we bought it. We went and bought yeah. a truck after that. Yeah, that's how you. That's how we literally got started in business. I had a few landscaping jobs back in the day too. I didn't right. do that, but that's how. But that's that, how I did it. Like I sold it yeah. to them. I was like, "Yo, I need to get a deposit." They were cool with it. They was a deposit, and that's what <laughs> got. That's what literally got everything rolling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Doing it like that, so Man. don't have to have all that money in the beginning. Though. There you have it. Yeah, excellent advice, brother. Yeah, really. Really, you can take that to the bank. Keep you nimble. You want to stay nimble. You want to stay low cost. Decrease your expenses. That's another big one. I think around the time when I met you, you know, I was living with my mom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We just moved out of my mom's house back in December. I just got a house? Got an apartment. Just an apartment. Right. We still, we're still very, our expenses are very low still. Because I'm still trying to, still trying to pour it all into here. Because if I want this to feed us, like for the long term, I want. I'm trying to make it a billion dollar business. Right. I gotta really, really be pouring it in there. I can't be blowing. I can't make a whole lot of money and go blow it on a nice car. And you could. I could. You could. Yeah. I could, but <laughs> first, that's not my personality. Right. And then second, like, I know the long term. Like I'm, I'm, like I. When I say I want to be able, my goal is this: if I see a small business I want to support, I want to be able to give them a million dollars. Just because we have it. I want to be like, hey, I see that brand. I like that brand. So you would be an investor in that company. I want to be just like, hey, I want to just give right. them $100. 100 I mean, just give them a million dollars. I want to be able to have that ability to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know flexing type stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's power. That's that's like like you talked about. Like We got to have be able to have money right. to be able to make some type of change. Right. So like that's how we're going to be able to like grow and support our companies and, you know, do stuff for our people. Right. Shoot. There's plenty of businesses out here that are like amazing businesses. Not just ours. But what if an investor or something like that is just like, you know, I saw your story. Here's a million dollars. They ain't got to pay me back. We need something like that. Need, and that's yeah. what I want. I want to yeah. be able to do that. Like, literally, yeah. I want to be able to be like, there you go. And that's really honorable. For real. 
It is. But again, if you if you're able to just do that, then you know that then on the back end that your company or your investments are doing really, really well if you're able to just give another business a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So you you a humble brother. I like I'm that because you know as, as a people, man, like you know, not having the access to not having the capital, not having money like that. When mm-hmm. we get it, we a lot of times we want to just splurge on, right? So we can show everybody how that successful we, got it. we are. Yeah, that we got it like that. However, you're taking you're taking a part of what you could use to scale to grow. Yeah. So it was like, do you want to grow or do you want to look like you know what I mean? Do you, yeah. you want to be wealthy or do you want to look wealthy? I want to have a, I want to create a, my whole goal was to create a system, trying to create a system, like trying to decrease your tax liability. Right. That's it. People forget about that. Absolutely. They forget about that because them taxes are real. I was taught that it's not about what you make. Yeah. It's about what you can keep. What you can keep. You can have somebody who's making a hundred thousand. Versus somebody who's making fifty thousand in income, and the one that's making fifty thousand mm-hmm. is keeping more than the one that's making a hundred thousand. So I believe it. You know, it's depending on how, depending on if they're an employee or if they're right. a subcontractor, like you just yeah. like depending on what their structure is. You know, what right. I'm saying? So that's 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 a big one. Truly is, but that's a big one. Any other thing you would like to share about uh, the financing side? That was um, really good advice with uh, you know growing slow and so uh, just about money and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, keep them expenses low, man. Keep those expenses low. I can't probably stress that enough. Like, we, I mean, just to be transparent, like, me and my wife were living with my mom in the basement. Pre all of this stuff happened, like, 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 probably like two months before all of this, like, happened. Yeah. And our business was doing, like, $30,000, a month. And I still was living with my mom. Like, still, we still was living with my parents. Because I was just like, yeah, we could afford to live in a place on our own, but again, it's the long term of it. Like, what are you? What is a person trying to do? Like, are you just trying to make money, or like, are you trying to create a system that's gonna be able to employ people? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's that's what I'm that's what I'm big on. You know systems. what I'm saying? Systems, man. Like, it's so it's so key. Like, we're trying to feed with like generational, generational wealth. Like my brother, I don't have kids yet. My brother got kids. My other brother got kids. Like. Like they're gonna get older one day, yeah. and we need to give. We need to. We, need, we don't need to have them start from scratch. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't we? Got to at least let, let them like have something. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just like I said, just before I wrap it up, keep them expenses low, y'all. Um, thug it, man, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and just keep it low. Right. Like the, the 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 stuff that you want will come. Stuff that you want will come. Cars, houses, trips, that stuff will come. Like, it'll come. But right. if you, if you like, I'm 29. Like, I still have a lot to learn. Like, a whole lot to learn. And I, and I know that. Like, I know somebody could be listening to this right now. They way older than me. And they're like, man, he got a lot to learn. And I I, can, I recognize that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, try, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next 15, 20, 30 years of where we're going to be at. And I'm going to go on and speak it. We, Urban Eden will be a billion dollar business. That's right. And you got it, and you got it first. <laughs> you got it first. We will be a billion dollar brand. Yeah, definitely will be that. Or it is bond, and, yes. and it'll come to fruition. Oh, it definitely, it definitely is. I mean, because I mean, when you think all the billion dollar businesses are simple, it's not. They're not doing like something like a product like 
like clay. That right there, the little bags right there is clay. I'm pretty sure there are billion dollar companies that are into clay or like salt mine. Salt. Right. Salt is probably a billion dollar industry. Right. Simple things. We're in soap. You said it that you 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 grew eight times. Yeah. Profitability. Oh, the 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 return on aspen. The return on at, at the highest point was at an eight x. Right. When you know your when you know your growth. Yeah. So scaling is just like it's a it's a you're multiplying. Yeah. It's a multiplication factor that right. you're adding to what you're already producing. So mm-hmm. you know when you say that to me, I already know it. that's not unreasonable to say yeah. that you're going to build a you know a billion dollar company. Just pour it in more. Right. You just got to spend more. It's a mathematical yeah. equation. A mathematical you can look equation. at you can look at how long it took you to get here based yeah. off of what you've been doing, and right. then you can scale it and multiply. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I literally and, saw I saw like the whole workings of that happen right. like right before my eyes. If you increase a little bit of if you increase like which is our aspen, then this will happen. You know what I'm saying? But of course, as you increase the aspen, the return can come down a little bit or whatnot. But on average, we're like a four four or five at a four or five. And okay. two, you also got to, like, chalk that up to, like, just ads are still, we're still in, like, a, in a point where, like, ads are a good thing that still you want to invest in. It's still right. a good play. Right. So, but wait till it's not as a good play. It's a mm. little bit, the ads are a little bit overpriced a little bit. Then, mm. you know, we probably got to find a, a different type of platform to, like, really take advantage. And that, that mathematical equation won't become as simple. But again... The equation is there. Right. You know, it's there. The system is there. We just got to continue to just get better. And we are. We're getting better, like, literally every month. That's getting right. Better. Yeah. That's right. And you're yeah. giving back. And I, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, man. And I appreciate you for dropping this knowledge about, you know, how you grew financially. I appreciate you just, you know, allowing me to, to speak and allowing me to be on a platform. I definitely want to do this a lot more. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I haven't been able to really, like, tell people like the the insides of like how the business has grown we right. have did a lot of marketing a lot of advertising of our product but a lot of people don't know like the inside scoop of like the actual business right and like how that has grown and like the different strategies that we've used to grow you mm-hmm. know it's not like complex strategies but it's very simple and it's required you know like i, I look at the operation you know i'm not saying that it's simple but yeah. in the basic you know for it is simple in yeah, terms of simple. the product that you're making right so you have you have to have a skill. Y'all have to know how to make soap. Period. Right. You right. can have all the business knowledge, but you need to first have the skill to produce the soap. Right. After that, in order to grow it, then that's when the strategy comes in. That's mm-hmm. the things that people don't know about. Right. Because you know? right, someone right. can have the skill and say, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna make some soap like, like Urban Eden." But do you know how to actually move the product? Do you distri- distribution, scaling it, right. growth. You know, making those financial decisions. You know. Yeah. How do you know when to hire? That's how a you big know thing. how many people to hire. That's a that's a big one. Mathematical questions. No, nah, that that is true. That's a big one because like we we used to do soap making workshops and that was pe- people are big. They're really stuck on like a, the product is important. Don't get me wrong, the product is important. Right. The product has to be good or whatever. Right. But a lot of people get caught on that part where it's like that ain't the part you should really be focused on. That's why I talk about marketing on so much. Mm-hmm. Marketing literally is like that is the blood. Right. Marketing and like I said, just the strategies behind everything. You had a product, but it's literally everything around it. Like my brother now, he's into music. He's into music, and he wants to be a, a music artist. Mm-hmm. But literally, what I'm learning, I'm studying the music industry. It's not even about the music art. It's about everything around the music. <laughs> literally yeah. everything around it, from your website to your email list to your merch store, like all that right. type of stuff. Same thing here. Right. Everything around the product. 
You know what I'm saying? The product is just the catalyst. So pe- people buy from people they 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 know. Yeah. They like. Yeah. And then you said trust. 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 Like those no are trust. important. Super important. Nobody about to buy from nobody they don't really know. <laughs> they not about to. They not about yeah. to see an ad the first time and be like, oh, I'm about to buy. Yeah. You're not about to go up to a female and ask her to marry you on the first time you see her. Right. It's going to take some time. Right. Take some getting used to and getting to know the person and going on dates. and Right. Same thing. And she might not even go out with you the first time you ask. Right. She's so, going to turn you down the first right. time. So why in sales, why in business, this we had this expectation. Right. That you hit the ground know, running. Yeah. Like you about to just, hey, you want to buy some soap? Yeah. Nah, they, it don't happen like that. They nah, don't even don't know you. Like, Who are you? It's, like it's ten other companies that are selling soap too. Why should it I is. get it from you instead of them? It is. It's <laughs> definitely like that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate the the conversation, brother. We got to do this again. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing you know seeing the growth, and I and I want to be there with you when you hit that billion dollar mark. Oh yeah, man. And then you gotta you gotta you gotta check the store out when it open yeah. back up again. Okay. Um, you, you seen it? You see, you actually got you was one of the few that saw it pre. Right. It got built all the way, and then you right. probably saw it as it was built, and then you got to see it now, what it looks like now. Yeah. It's totally renovated now. We just put a we put a lot of money into renovating it again, so yeah. we're about to open up this month again. That's right. All right. There you have it, Financial Frenemies. Uh, stay tuned. Peace. Peace.